for the sake of everybody in the bank. Act like you got some sense. Ain't gonna get up there and shake his ass. Get out there playing, okay? Get out there every night. That's all I know how to do, man. You ain't know, you all the way overseas in the middle seat for us to get over here and fuck. Act like you got some sense. You might get a little bit of this here. Not money. This is hope money. I hope you get out there and do your thing. Yeah. All right. If you can hold that, 3000 I'm telling you. Don't mess it up to everybody. We ain't on no floor no more. Hey. Hey, hey, fantasy, hey. it's session, we talking touchdowns, receptions, yeah. interceptions, yeah. they got a band to kicker, we need that correction, yeah. talk them out, yeah. we flexing, yeah. how many of y'all you collect, yeah. we trying to get that yeah. winning record, yeah. fantasy, yo, what it is, hope is what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy and Session of Podcast. Today is a special day, Friday, October the 23rd, and the boys are back in town. As always, if you're listening to this, subscribe to us. Wherever you're listening to us at, give us some likes or comments, whatever that you can do over there, man, on whatever platform you listen to us on. Give us some reviews. Um, yeah, man, we just the best around. That's pretty much the, that's pretty much the brunt of this shit. That's what I heard. That's it. How y'all? Well, I mean, we recorded yesterday, so I already know how y'all feel. Ain't nothing too much change. Uh, Thursday night football did happen. Um, the Eagles beat the Giants by what 23 22, I think, or something like that, or 22 21. There you go. Um, big games from Sterling Shepard, uh, Darius Slayton got put on the back burner, look like. Um, Evan Ingram kind of showed up to play. The biggest game from Wayne Gallman. You know, he probably he'll probably be the top waiver wire pick. I, I I don't know how much I'll spend on him. Uh, we'll see after Sunday's games, but he definitely looked good out there. Devonta Freeman went out with an ankle injury. Um, what else stood out from that game? Travis Fogum. You know, he still looked good. He dropped a, a, a touchdown. He should have had two touchdowns. Um, I don't think he got one. That was that was. He didn't have, yeah, he didn't have one, but he dropped. It went right through his bread basket or whatever they be saying. Yeah, yeah, he dropped one, he ain't, but he ain't getting another one that night. Was, I want to say, uh, Boston Scott put up a nice – Boston Scott. Put out and had a nice game, man. Yep, yeah, big touchdown to he win the through, game. He came Boston through, Scott. like, in the last second for everybody. <laughs> so hopefully, I don't know how long Miles Sanders is out, but, uh, yeah, Boston Scott. I think Miles Sanders probably be out for at least a couple more weeks. Yeah, that, that knee injury, right? Yeah. Something like that. Um, Yeah, man, so – uh, let me see anything else. Richard Rodgers, that was another big, uh, he, a good tight end. He, was, he looked like a serviceable tight end uh, last night. Deshaun Jackson went out with a knee injury. His first game back, man, that, that might be the end. Yeah, that might be a wrap, bro. Yeah, we might have just saw the end of Deshaun Jackson right there. Oh, and let us not mention, we can't go without mentioning Daniel Jones, man. Daniel Jones on the 80-yard breakaway quarterback run, man. He put the Jets on them boys, and he literally showed us the epitome of, like, an <laughs> uh, unathletic white man. <laughs> he just ran out of gas. I don't know what happened. He looked, it looked like he tried to look left and look right. and it just, hey, He looked like he couldn't do two things at once. Exactly. It was so fun. Like he thought he was playing Madden. You know how Madden, where you can look back and stuff and put up press <laughs> R2, and you can put your hands out? Like, he thought he was going to be able to do that. Nah, bro, that's not you. Nah, that's not true, man. It hey, was like, hey, what, what we used to say? Stay with these sales, Yeah, bro. It's, it's almost like, bro, he couldn't believe it that he ran 70-plus yards untouched. <laughs> I couldn't believe it when he rolled out to the right like, oh, green. He just took off. <laughs> wow, I'm about to score 70. thinking about it. 70 yards. Oh, shit. Man, I'm being 
I did it, mama. <laughs> but bro went, bro went wild, though. Bro went wild, though. He definitely went wild, though. Yeah, uh, 20, 20 plus points on sleeper stuff. So. That was a great run. And, and he uh, looks better yeah. this game than the uh, internet is crazy fast with the memes of him falling, though. It's hilarious. Um, but uh, like always, man, before we get into the episode, we want to take the time out to um, give a rest in, special rest in peace and a special moment of silence to all our fallen kings and queens out there. Breonna Taylor's murderers are still um, at large. And everybody else, man, you know, just rest in peace. Reflect on people out there in Africa, the people in Nigeria that's going through what they're, what they're going through out there, man. See your prayers and all your good spirit and good vibes to them people out there, man. All right, all right, and we bet, and we bet. Right, Javar said. <laughs> but, uh, Let's get into some of the news and notes since, well, last night, since the last time we potted. Uh, of course, we were recording this Friday morning, so I'm sure there'll be more news out as we get into the weekend. But as always, look, um, just ask us on fantasyandsession.com. Make sure, no, Fantasy and Session on Twitter. Make sure you check out our rankings at ffnsession.com, uh, and that'll keep you as up-to-date as what's going on as far as how we're feeling about the players if you have any questions. Um so the Jets are going to start. Sam Donald is looking like against the Buffalo Bills, barring any setbacks in practice. Joe Mixon is not practicing today, and that's a, not a good sign going into Sunday. Right. Not practicing on Friday. So <laughs> Joe Gio Bernard, man, if you if he's well, he's probably gone. He's probably been picked up by now. So hopefully you got Gio Bernard if you're a Joe Mixon owner, or you got some other running back contingency set up. Um, let's see what else we got, Michael. Fucking Thomas. Uh, he tweaked his hamstring, of course, like we mentioned. He's a long shot to play as of right now on Sunday. So it's just. I'm not laughing at the hamstring. It's just like the unfortunate events. You're getting fight and this. I don't know, man. It's crazy. What a crazy year for. How do you tweak your hamstring and you haven't played? <laughs> like, it's in practice, bro. How you tweak a hammy in practice, bro? Like, what do you. I don't know, right? He's he trying too hard. Called him a slant guy, and he got mad, so he probably trying to do too much, man. He, he, he tried to put them burners in on that nine route, bro, and that shit caught his ass. Stay within yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Raiders, like we mentioned, the whole offensive line was on the, put on the COVID list uh, as of, as of what was that, two hours ago today. So that's what, 9 o'clock Eastern time. The all COVID tests have came back uh, negative, so that's a good sign. There'll still be a lot more rounds of tests going into Sunday night's game. So um, we'll get into the Raiders when we get there. But I mean, that's always something to look at. Hopefully, if they, I don't know if they're gonna cancel the game with all the offensive. That's just not fair. So and then they're playing Tampa Bay. So ugh. so hopefully we'll see. We'll see. Keep you up to, abreast as the of the other news going forward. Um, as always, we want to give a special shout out to Thrive, a daily sports app uh, for player prop bets. They have eliminated countless hours of research because of the top, they already put the top tier players there. You don't have to worry about doing um, the research and look and see who players you think or what, what, what. Uh, they do football, baseball, basketball, golf, anything, any sport that you can play. They doing it right now. Um, they growing just like we growing so if you enter this uh betting thing if you're trying to win some money make sure you use promo code fis50 to sign up receive an instant 20 dollar bonus um on your deposit of 20 dollars or more download thrive fantasy app or visit thrivefantasy.com and sign up today blocker uh, in the paint 
For sure that. Y'all got um y'all got anything else before we get into the episode? Nah, uh, man, that's about it. Oh, Alan, um, Alan Lazar has started his uh, his um, rehab. Yeah, we'll see him next year, guy. Yeah. Cool story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's get into the first game then. Dallas are Dallas is at the Washington football team, forty-seven and a half point over under. Dallas is favored by three. Andy Dalton threw the ball fifty-four times last week and only scored eleven points. Uh, he's a sit for me, Zeke. You, even with the five fumbles, um, Washington is giving up one hundred thirty yards on the ground, so he's a start. Amari Cooper and Lamb um, both had over ten targets. They are start. Gallup is who I want to ask you about, Javar. How do you feel about Gallup? He got six targets, uh, but he only caught two of them. But you know how big big play Ray he is pretty much. You know what I mean? How do you feel about Michael Gallup? Man, I just – I wouldn't start Michael Gallup. He's doing his best disappearing act right now, you know. And it's, it's unfortunate, too, because teams have run more than threw the ball against the Washington football team, but only two wide receivers have over 90 yards receiving on the football team. This could be because of uh, the pressure the D-line uh, provide on the quarterback, and that's one thing um, you think Arizona had Dalton under pressure. Just wait till you see Washington D-line get them. So, yeah, I'm with you on uh, Dalton, and uh, it's weird. This could be – Ezekiel Elliott first week um, rushing over 100 yards this year. Yeah, man. Like, those two – he fumbled twice in one game last week. That was, like, gross, bro. I don't know what's up with your boy. So like, you know they're going to come back and feed him the ball, especially the way Andy Dalton went. And then uh, moving on to the tight end, Dalton Schultz, I wouldn't start him right now. As you stated, Dalton threw the ball 55 times, and Schultz only got five of those targets. Mm. Uh, uh, fine, uh, it's interesting to know that Washington, they really, they're actually pretty good against uh, non-mobile quarterbacks. Uh, the only quarterbacks that really done them in were really two really, really mobile quarterbacks, which was Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson, which both rushed for a touchdown on them. So uh, also noting that um, Andy Dalton might be in a little state of uh, duress, seeing that uh, possibly their best offensive lineman in Zach Martin could miss this game due to a concussion. So um, I'm not saying uh, – I'm definitely not starting Andy Dalton. Uh, Michael Gallup, you can throw him out of there. Uh, C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, you can you can continue to play them because they're, they're getting the most targets. And Ezekiel Elliott, I mean, like it or not, I would still start him um, just because Zeke. Uh, and hopefully he can crack that triple-digit yard mark this, uh, this week, man. It's been pretty bad for Zeke this year. Sessions um, are saving him, but – uh, and luckily, he's getting like hella volume, but he, he hasn't he hasn't done his thing on the ground as far as yardage totals. Yeah, I got in my notes Cooper on target hall, so wide receiver two, Ceedee Lamb. Um, I got him wide receiver three this week just because they may get up and just run the ball. Yeah. On the other side of the ball, Cal Allen. Even though Dallas has a horrible defense. Um, I still have no confidence in him in one QB leagues. Maybe uh, you can roll him out there in the bye week. Stream option, last option as a stream option, but yeah. In two QB leagues, I'll be more willing to run him out there. I feel like they might do a lot of running this game just to keep the ball out of his hands. 
So I think we could see uh, a kind of a bounce back game for Antonio Gibson. Uh, he had a big game against Baltimore. We thought it was going to be his coming out party, but we've just seen back to back weeks of him scoring less than eight fantasy points. Dallas giving up 173 yards. How do you feel about Antonio Gibson, Antonio? Man, it's uh, I don't I don't understand what Washington plans on using with him. Um, we saw that he uh, that McKenzie outsnapped Gibson once again, thirty nine to twenty seven last week, man. So that's that's not cool at all, bro. Like, I mean, we have a player that's 200, 220 plus pounds by six feet. He was a threat in the passing game in college, and he can run the ball. And it just seems like the the football team doesn't want to. They don't fully trust him yet, which I don't get it. They continue to let McKenzie outsnap him. So going through from weeks, from weeks uh, one through six, man, McKenzie has outsnapped Gibson one ninety nine to one seventy four. Mm. Luckily, they're going against the Cowboys defense, and we should see Gibson kind of like you know do something. But the cow, uh, no, uh, the Cowboys have played against running backs that total at least fifteen carries. And uh, their performances was Nick Chubb was 19, 108, two touchdowns. Darrell Henderson, 15 carries, 38, one touchdown. Kareem Hunt, same game as Nick Chubb, 16 carries, 46 yards. Kenyon Drake, 20, 86. Devonta Freeman, 18, 61. So, like, those aren't gaudy numbers outside of Nick Chubb's 108. But, hey, this is – man, he, can, he, he has the talent to do something on this team, man. It's just uh, – does he have the support and help to uh, keep that box – uh, less than eight men. I don't know. You know, Kyle, I don't trust Kyle Allen. Um, outside of uh, TJ, is it TJ? Nah, what's uh Terry? Scary Terry? He, I was, I got in my nose, man. Well, he ain't really that scary this year. The touchdowns, <laughs> the touchdowns is the problem. You know what I'm saying? How you feel about Scary Terry, Javar? Uh, I got him as a, a must start. You start. He's been wide receiver, two numbers, decent numbers. So. You know, you you draft. Hopefully, you draft him as a wide receiver too. And he putting up those numbers, so I got him as a must start every the week. He's the only one out there getting all the targets and reflecting back to the running backs, Gibson and JD McKissick. They're splitting time. It's like they're getting like the same amount of targets and similar type carries. So I will have both of them as uh, some decent flex plays um, each week if this continue. You know, with one of them. Um, Gonna, we'll see who's in at the red zone. One of them will have the upside, but both those guys are flex plays. You can play them this week. Um, Logan Thomas is a last resort to start. Somebody else got to see some targets, but he the last resort. I got Logan Thomas as a sit if you can, man. He'll be going up against Jalen Smith, the, probably the one bright spot on that Cowboys defense. So, uh, if you could fade him, I would fade him. Yeah, and- hey. Terry, uh, on Terry, man, he saw 12 targets last week. And uh, any wide receiver that saw uh, double-digit targets against Cowboys put up over 100 yards. <laughs> like Tyler Lockett had nine targets, 100 yards, and three touchdowns. Calvin really seven for 109, two touchdowns. And Darius Slayton had eight for 129. So start Terry this week, bro. I might actually start him in my ESPN league or kind of put him on the bench. Like with, with he said might. Like, I mean, hey, man. You, I, got, I, got, I got Amari Cooper and, and, uh, and A.J. Brown. Like, Oh, yeah, well. Okay. So, I still, well, who's your, at your flex? Flex, I had Mike Davis. Well, yeah, he's, he's on the bench then. But <laughs> for, regular, for regular teams, Terry, Terry McLaurin, definitely he's in, in my um, – Probably middle wide receiver two range this week. On to the next game, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Las Vegas Rams. 
53 point over under Tampa is favored by three. Tom Brady, top five matchup um, according to PFF. Vegas giving up 266 yards in the air. Uh, of course, we're going to roll Tom Brady out there as a low end QB1. Who I want to talk about is the number 14 fantasy running back in half PPR leagues, uh, number six in yards after contact. Ronald Jones, is he in wide running back one territory for you, Tonio? Uh, yes, man. Yes. Just uh, looking at my notes, man, saying that the Raiders have allowed 5.21 yards per carry. And within this last month, man, I don't know who's ran the ball as better as Jones has, man. If you look at the tape, you know what I'm saying? I, like you say, Gabe, you got to see it with your eyes, man. When you, when you see this man run the ball, man, he is no nonsense, bro. Like, he, 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 he ain't run to you, boy. He ain't going side to side, bro. He is putting his foot in the ground, and he's going north. What's up, bro? Um, If you're not seeing in your eyes, with your eyes, how is she going to see? What, what you get on YouTube? Look at this boy, man. I was talking about when people just be looking at the numbers, though. Oh, looking at the numbers. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. I get it. You, say you gotta see it with your eyes. You gotta yeah. see it with your eyes, man. You know what I'm saying? Just the simple fact that, like, the Raiders, they've been okay against the pass, man, but against the run. Like, and then, like, Tampa Bay has kind of been utilizing the run for the last couple of weeks, like, kind of taking the pressure off of Tom Brady. And like I said, the Raiders have allowed 5.21 yards per carry, which is ranks as the third highest mark in the league. But um, they have allowed a rushing touchdown every 13.7 carries, man. And that's just not on the ground. All right? You know what I'm saying? Like, like targets are like super glue to running backs against the Raiders, man. You know, so. I like it. At this point, I think Rojo is a running back, too. You start him every week. Rojo is a starter every week. Right, right. And, and I can't it, believe I'm saying this. If you'd, if you'd have met me last year, man. Been like, what are you talking about? Road no, road no. Now I got to respect the guy here. Start every week running back. Too. I got him. I got him in my running back run probably this week, um, ranking wise. On to the wide receivers. Mike Evans, uh, he limited that practice this week. He is using, um, or he's not having that um, the year we expected him to have. But the TO touchdown deodorant is saving him. You know how we talk about that touchdown deodorant. Right, they be at the one and just run a slant with him, and it just be money. That's how I do. Touchdown in every game except last week. So I mean, yeah, he had, a t- he had a tough assignment, bro. Hey, people, hey, the Packers got a cornerback for your ass, and he would lock your ass down, bro. Like real Alexander. Yes, yeah, yeah. he is legit. <laughs> so. But yeah, I got Mike Evans. There's nothing more than like a wide receiver, a high end wide receiver too. You know, top fifteen. He's he's out of that top twelve. Uh, mentioned it for me right now. Chris Godwin, however, is getting six targets. But if he plays, you know, what I'm saying he has a top three matchup according to PFF against Lamarcus Joyner, uh, who's been targeted 159 times this year and giving up a 69 percent catch rate. How do you feel about? I got him as a low wide receiver one um, this week. Probably he'll finish around like 10, 11. Uh, so you just rolling him out there. Gronk is Gronk back, you know, six targets, six plus targets in back to back weeks. Uh, he caught a touchdown last week. Thought it looked like him again. We we had a question earlier this week. It was, I think it was Gronk or Jimmy Gronk. Graham for the rest of the season. Tell me how you feel about Gronk. You think he going, what you feel about Gronk going forward? Man, I see it, but his usage is going up each week, man. Um, it's good to see him getting uh, the end zone since week 11 of 2008. <laughs> so. That's it's cool, man. Uh, his role is growing in the offense. Uh, he's seen at least six targets in three of the last four games. So, and then uh, including a season high eight of them last week. So, man, and and Brady only threw the ball twenty seven times last week. So, and he saw eight of them. That's what like over what thirty percent down there. You know what I'm saying? 
So, I like it. Yeah, it's pretty good, man. I I I'll take Gronk over uh, Jimmy Graham. Um, I don't think, I think Jimmy Graham going to score. He used to touchdown or red zone target in in uh, Chicago. That's the only reason I felt like he was going to have more consistent numbers where, you know, um, Gronk, I don't know if he's going to be the red zone target, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, like, the Raiders have been the most – the Raiders uh, have been what we most describe as a below-average matchup for tight ends as they allow 59.4% catch rate, which is the fifth lowest, 6.5 yards per target, ninth lowest, and a touchdown every 16 targets, which is the 19th lowest. So the only tight end who's totaled more than 16 yards against them was Travis Kelsey, and he racked up eight catches, 108 yards, and one touchdown. Travis Kelsey going to do that. On the other side of the bar, uh, Derek Carr, like we mentioned before, that offensive line with the COVID, so they probably haven't even been practicing. Whatever's going on with them, regardless, they play in the Tampa Bay defense, top five defense, top top one in my eyes at the last week. So I got them, him as a sit. I'm really trying to sit as many Raiders as possible. Of course, you're going to roll out your studs like Josh Jacobs, um, oh, even though Tampa Bay is giving up only 69 yards per game on the ground. Um, as far as the Raiders and the running back situation, I'm not in the wide receiver situation. Of course, we've seen Henry Ruggs come back, saw three targets last week, 118 yards and a touchdown. So, I mean, if you're looking for a big play and you just, you know, what I'm saying in the pinch, I guess you can roll him out there. I got him as a wide receiver for play, you know, what I'm saying, of course, with that upside of him being as explosive as he is. And Darren Waller, that's the only person I really want to start, you know what I mean? That's I'm just it. gonna say this. Um, Oakland Raiders offense have been explosive and Derek Carr has looked decent. So I know he's going up against a good defense. He's done went up against uh good defenses before all this all this year. Every team they said it they just made Aaron Rodgers have two points. I mean, if you gotta if you gotta at this point, he's a mid quarterback too. So it's not I got him like round, you know, fifteen, seventeen. I like how Allen over Derek Carr this week. I ain't trusting that. I ain't falling in that with that water. I'd rather man, just start with the hey, offense. I don't know how. Hey, man, that Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense is not playing around this year, but I start. I start car before our Cal Allen for sure. I don't know about that, brother. I ain't saying. I ain't saying you just. I'm just bringing up that the Raiders offense has looked good this year. Ain't nobody been able to stop them either. So it's gonna be a good game, and it's gonna be good to see. Where's and, uh, the- is it in Oakland or is it in Tampa? Is uh they're at let me go at Vegas. Yeah, okay. They're not in Oakland no more. Yeah. Uh, but Tampa is favored by three points too. So oh, yeah, I said Oakland Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're so used to them being in Oakland, bro. On to the next game. We got the Kansas City Chiefs at the Denver Broncos. The Patrick Mahomes, of course, you're gonna start him. This is gonna be our first time seeing you know that lightning and thunder that we talked about on the last episode. Uh, last week we saw CHE pretty much running like he knew Bell was coming next week. Uh, 169 yards, 30 touches. Um, Denver is giving up only 110 yards on the ground. So I have um, CEH out of that running back one range for me this week. He's probably right on the fringe at top 15 still because I just don't know the usage of Bell. It's not like he's coming in cold. You know what I'm saying? Bell's played this year. Uh, he is coming off a little bit of an injury, dinged up a little bit, but he looks ready to go. And he probably is going to be motivated, you know what I'm saying, just to show how bad Adam Gase was. And we all know what happens once a player leaves Adam Gase. I just, I just want to see the, the usage. If Bell is the goal line back, then Bell is 
it's basically a qualifier running back two each week because you know the offense gonna score and get in the red zone. So both both of the running backs will have usage if Bell is the goal line back. That's 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 all I'm looking for at this game. Sit Bell and see if he's the goal line back. If you have to start Bell, if you're just looking for a running back, you know what I'm saying, with the running back landscape going on right now, I guess you could roll him out there as a running back four, you know what I'm saying, a, a, a weak flex play and hoping like right. he get that touchdown. But I would right. see him for this week just to see what it looks like first. Just Tariq see what Hill. Your eyes. See what you ask. Tariq Hill um, is going to have a matchup against Bryce Callahan. Of course, you're going to start Tariq Hill. The Russian roulette effect is in full effect, man. Like we mentioned last year, you just don't know which other Kansas City wide receiver is going to do it. We thought it was going to be Nicole Harmon last week with Sammy Watkins out, but it was DeAndre uh, Demarcus Robinson out targeted to McCole Harmon. McCole Harmon only had one target. So I'm sitting all um, Kansas City wide receivers if I can. Um, but just know if you do play them, you don't know what you get, and you might just dig your hand out and get one catch for one touchdown or 10 targets for four catches and no touchdown. So you don't know which one you get, and just know that. Uh, of course, Travis Kelsey is a start. Um, on the other side of the ball, we got Drew Gunshots for my boy Locke. Um, <clears throat> got the win last week. He got the win last week. Um, but he didn't have a good fantasy game, and he, he probably is not going to have a good fantasy game against Kansas City, a top three passing defense. Uh, so I'm sitting Drew Locke. The question is uh, Melvin Gordon and Phillip Lindsay. You know, Melvin Gordon is, is expected to be uh, back in the lineup this week, but it's a great matchup for running backs against mm-hmm. Kansas City. Uh, they're giving up a lot of yards on the ground. Second worst. If Kansas City goes up big, they won't be able to run the ball as much. So how do you feel about these running backs, gentlemen? So Yeah, just because just of what you said, because of the score, even though they're the second worst defense, run defense in the game right now, I still got uh, Bell as, I mean, MG3, Melvin Gordon as a running back too with, with some upside because I figure he's going to be the goal line back in Lindsey more in that mid R&B three range, you know, with mm-hmm. some upside because they're still so horrible in the run game. So, you know, they're going to run the ball. So, um, I, I'm still um, playing Melvin Gordon, and uh, I like Lindsey as a, as a decent uh, flex play to at least get you eight points. So, that's how I feel. And, uh, I think uh, what, what, could, what could help Gordon in case the game gets out of, out of hand, six different running backs have totaled 62 62- or more yards on the ground, while seven running backs have totaled at least 25 yards through the air against the Chiefs defense, which uh, the opponents have chosen to run, have chosen a run play on 47.2% of the plays, which ranks fifth highest in the league. So if the, the Broncos can keep the game close, and um, then you can, I think Melvin Gordon could be like an RB2. Uh, Phillip Lindsay would be more so like an RB3 flex play. Um, all depending on how the game script goes. Sure. Uh, wide receiver-wise, Tim uh, Patrick looking like the uh, wide receiver one out there. I know Jerry Judy's out there still. Uh, but that's now back-to-back games with over 100 yards uh, receiving through the air. Um, and he's seen at least seven targets in both games. Jerry Judy, ha- however, seen five targets in uh, Drew Locke's return. I play uh, Tim Patrick um, against this, like I said, this tough passing defense as a wide receiver three. Uh, Jerry Judy, I'm trying to sit if I can. Uh, Noah Fant is back, too, so that's also a big thing why I don't feel as comfortable starting Jerry Judy because we all know that Noah Fant is the real wide receiver one for uh, Drew Locke. And so, of course, you lock and load it. I mean, Noah Fant in there. 
Fent has uh, five catches in three out of four games and scored twice in those four games. The Chiefs are the fifth fewest in points per game. Uh, two are, they are, the Chiefs are the fifth fewest points per game, two wide receivers. So, uh, yeah, I like your point on um, what you said about Judy and Tim Patrick. At the moment, Patrick has more upside than Judy at the moment. Uh, I, I would temper my expectations on Jerry, Judy, and Tim Patrick, and more so for on no offense, no offense finishes his fantasy finishes have been three nine 14 and 14 and that last game he left early so with that type of consistency he's a tight end one in fantasy football and as for uh tim patrick even though he's posted back to back 100 yard games the chiefs have allowed 7.66 yards per target which ranks fifth which ranks as the fifth lowest number in football so and it's, it's not a fluke man because they they were they were doing the same thing last year in 2009, the same defensive scheme. So they only allowed the fifth fewest fantasy points to wide receivers on the year. So uh, if, you, if you don't have any choice but to play Tim Patrick or Jerry Judy, you can um, put them out there uh, and pray. But mm-hmm. if you got no offense like I do, I'm definitely starting him. Because um, I think this uh, this is a mediocre matchup for no offense, and I think the Broncos are going to try to expose that weakness that the Chiefs had against um against Tim Patrick, the- no no Jerry Judy for me. Yeah. Okay. Fuck, I'm fucking with that. Uh, the 49ers visit the New England Patriots. Uh, 45 and a half point over under the Patriots favorite about two. Cam Newton looked like he was still suffering from a little bit of that COVID last week. Um, two interceptions through for under 200 yards. Uh, luckily, he dominated on the ground, 76 yards and a touchdown, saving his day. Uh, the 49ers are a top five passing defense. Um, Cam showed that he's going to do it on his feet and he's hogging all the red zone uh, rushing touchdowns. So you can still roll him out there as a low-end QB1. Uh, James White doing uh, James White things. You know what I'm saying? He missed those couple games. Rest in peace to his dad. So the numbers might not look um, as – well, that's why you might not see him as high on in the stat lines because he missed all those games. But he's had at least eight targets in two games where he's um, – the only thing he's missing is the end zone, and that's because that ceiling is just so capped by Cam Newton. So he's now in that running back three range. And, you know, if he gets into the end zone, I end up at low end running back two. Uh, what's his name? Damien? Is it Damien Harris? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Damien Harris, after that big 17, you know, big 17 carry game he had that time. Uh, well, who was that against? forget who it was against but he had a 17 carry game for over 100 yards uh last week he had a dud seven t- uh total touches um against the 40 uh 49ers are giving up only 170 yards on the ground so i got him as a sit and we all like i keep mentioning that uh-huh. that touchdown is just the touch the red zone we all know where the ball is going cam newton either it's gonna be uh what's it called the superman shirt dance or a field goal right. now he doing, he doing what kind of now i think yeah, oh, Wakanda, Wakanda forever. Okay, Wakanda, Wakanda Superman. Yeah, I think this might be a game for Cam Newton too, man, because the um the San Francisco 49 defense have allowed six point six yards per carry to quarterbacks, which is again the second highest mark in the league. So yeah, when they get in that red zone, expect uh expect Superman to uh to do his thing, man. So uh Julian Edelman, I got him as a sit. Um he just not looking like Julian Edelman. He got he caught two Two of his six targets last week for only eight yards. Matched up against Jamar Taylor, however, who's given up a 69% catch rate. So I still got him in that middle and wide receiver three range, wide receiver four range. But if I don't have to start him, I don't want to start him. On the other side of the ball, we got Jimmy Gropp. Uh, 
you know, came back at, with a bang last week after we doubted him. That, you know, he got taken out in his first game back. But, however, um, he is in a bad matchup against the Patriots. They're only giving up 212 yards per game on the ground. I mean, through the air. So, I got him as a sit. Jerry McKinnon, uh, two games where Mustard was out. Uh, he showed he could put up uh, quality numbers. Patriots only giving up 119 yards on the ground. The volume he should see put him at RB two numbers. Tonio, how you feel about Jamal? Jam, what is his name? Jamichael Hasty. Um, I got he got ten targets, ten touches total last week. Uh, you know Jeffrey Wilson Jr. is gonna be out. I think I think you can roll him out there in the flex play if you need. Um, you're just desperate at running back. Damn. So it's a, it appears that uh McKinnon played the most snaps, but the Ricky out carried him nine to six. So I I mean then it, it's. Man, it's Kyle Shanahan, dude. Uh, <laughs> he really, yeah, he's gonna run the ball, man. Is 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 Jeff Wilson? Is he is he playing too? No, he's like I think he's like he was limited at practice, so we don't know yet. I, I ain't got no update on him, but he was limited at practice as of yesterday. Yeah, I see that uh, he might be able to come back from his uh, calf injury, man. I I don't know, man. Uh, it's like it could be a, a one-two punch. Uh, the but the good news is the Patriots opponents have. The Patriots punters have run the ball 48.3% of the time, which is the fourth highest uh, ranked mark in the league. Um, the bad news is their opponents have run a lot, have run a league low 58.4 plays per game. So, uh, I don't know, man. Um, this is not the Patriots defense from last year, but. It ain't too far off. Yeah, they really ain't too far off, dude. They right. just ain't getting the turnovers right now. Yeah, that's what, that's what it looks like, man. Um, Nah, man, I, me personally, bro, I would probably go with Jared McKinnon, man. Oh yeah, you, yeah I was just saying. I was. I think you. I'm just saying. I think you can roll uh, Hasty out there. You can definitely go with Jared in McKinnon, a flex bro. play. In a flex yeah. play, don't. Yeah. I, I want to trust him as R and B too, but as a flex play, I trust Hasty. I trust McKinnon as a R B three. Maybe he can get an R B two range, but if if Jeff Wilson doesn't play, then yeah, I'm comfortable playing uh, Jamichael Hasty. Debo Samuels and uh, Brandon Ayuk, uh, six targets, six catches, 66 yards, and a touchdown for Debo in his second game back. Three targets and a touchdown for Ayuk last week. Uh, One of them is going to be seeing a lot of Stephon Gilmore, and the other one's going to be seeing a lot of uh, J.C. Jackson, which isn't that much easier. (laughs) Um, So I got them both as a – well, I got Debo as more of a wide receiver three play, and you're hoping, you know what I'm saying, he has a big breakout game – not game, but big breakout play and a touchdown maybe. And I got Brandon Ayuk more as one of those wide receiver four plays, you know what I'm saying. I don't really see a lot happening for him. He got three targets last week, so – I don't see him getting that many more targets. And PFF thinks that Stephon Gilmore is going to do more of the shadowing of Brandon Ayuk too. So, yeah, yeah, man. So just to piggyback on what you said, man. Ever since um, Samuel's came back, man, Ayuk has only totaled fourteen targets over the last three weeks, man. So, and then he's only seen one carry too. So with the team struggling at wide receiver, you would have thought they kind of like would try to get the ball and in both their hands. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem to be the case, man. Because they they are definitely a run heavy team. He's on, yeah, that we knew that though, but he's on the field a lot though. So he's on the field. He's a wide receiver two on the field, but the wide receiver one of all wide receiver ones is George Kittle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I got temporary expectations though. Of course, you're going to roll him out there. To, like, nah. He's a smash start, but we all know the Patriots are going to take away the best player on the field. We've seen him do it to Mark Andrews, we've seen him do it to Travis Kelsey. So, Darren Waller too. 
Darren Waller. So I mean, like we know, we know what we know what we well we've seen it happen. So don't be surprised if you have one of those uh, George Kittle stink it up games. Hey, yo, yeah, I just seen this shit, man. Like you know the uh, the Patriots defense have played against Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, and Mike Jacecki. No tight end has walked out of that game with more than three receptions. So yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, but so don't don't be surprised if George Kittle come out there and lay an egg. <laughs> well, wow. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. But you definitely got to play him. You can't play nobody over him because if he does, because it's still he, he's a stud. So always play your studs. Always. Um, the next game we got is – is it Seattle, Arizona, or is this not Seattle, Arizona? It should be Seattle, Arizona. Oh, well, let's go to see. What would you say? The next game is the Jacksonville. Oh, yeah, and- Jacksonville, yeah. Jacksonville at the Los – Angeles Chargers. This still sound weird saying that. Garner Mitchell, man. Uh, how you feel about Garner Mitchell, Javar? I know that's your boy. He was your boy coming into the season. Man, he had a couple big games in the beginning, but he's telling off. Well, he, he's just not putting up QB one numbers. He just, you know, what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, I got him on 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 the fringe um, QB one. Um, he's a streamable option for this week with the buys and you know a couple injuries and stuff he has thrown multiple tds in every game except one this season and the chargers have allowed nine passing tds this season so you know one quarterback leads you're probably not pivoting to him but two quarterbacks feel good about him this week and james robson is in for another tough game the chargers have allowed the six fewest rushing yards per game which is 538 but he's still getting the touches of a workhorse and is involved in the passing game so i have him as a um, running back, too. Hey, say that one more time. You said they're giving up 538 yards a game? No, 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 no. Total. Oh. So they got the, <laughs> they allowed the six fewest rushing yards, and they gave up 538 yards throughout this whole season so far. For sure. Yeah. Um, moving on to the wide receivers. Casey Hayward has not shadowed a wide receiver this season, so that's good news for Shark, who's played 60% of his snaps on the – opposite side of where Casey Hayward's play. But um, he have given up 500 yards in three of their five last games. The Chargers have, as a whole, has given up 500 yards in their three of their five last games. So start Shark, even though he didn't have a nice stat line, but he's still seen 14 targets last week. So I got him as a wide receiver, too. LaVisca is still involved in the offense and could be considered a flex play if you need somebody. Um, Keelan Cole, he's he's considered boom or bust, man. I really don't trust him each week, and I can't tell you which week to start him if if you can guess and, and want to play that game, roll him out there. But you can for sure trust Shark to get his targets and LaVisca to get like three or four rushes with uh, five targets. So that's why I like him as a flex play. Uh, yeah, I like um... – DJ Shark, you can't <clears throat> turn away for those 14 targets, like you said. James Robinson, man, has it put up um, over 48 games in, what, like three games now? The, the, the thing about that is – 48 he got, yards he, in three games? Yeah, he yeah. has it top over 48 yards now three games. On the ground. Still, on, the ground. On, the ground. Still, on the ground. He's still getting a reception, so that's kind of saving him. That's saving him. And what was saving him in the beginning was he was getting touchdowns too. Yeah. Um, I think – yeah, like you said, I, I, he was just a running back too for me this week. Um, we on the other side of the ball yet? Hey, the Chargers. Hey, the Chargers have yet to allow a rushing touchdown. They're the only team to yet to allow a rushing touchdown, and they played against Alvin Kamara, bro. 
So, yeah, they're pretty good. They played against Alvin Kamara, Mike Davis, Ronald Jones, right. and Alvin Joe Kamara Nixon. did have that um big rushing, um, not rushing that receiving okay. touch, highlight touch, catch against him. That they <laughs> so, did. That was sick. They that they did sick. that. Yeah, yeah um, like I remember that. <laughs> I remember that though. On the other side of the ball, um, he's looking like um next great white hope man, Justin Herbert. <laughs> must start, must start each week, boy. Yeah, right. if, if, if he could just get a win, bro, <laughs> like, bro, he plays really so good. That. I mean, I yeah, fantasy wise, yeah, but I'm talking just like as a quarterback, bro, because he's played, bro, he's played against two Hall of Famers, damn near beat them, bro, his first yeah. two games. He yeah. just don't have no defense, so yeah, I like him each week. Fire him up, bro. Yeah, against the Jacksonville Jaguars, he definitely gonna, he definitely gonna put mm-hmm. up good games. Oh yeah, he's gonna do his but thing. But the, the question uh, I got is Justin Jackson and Joshua Kelly. Um, Jackson out touched Kelly twenty to two. Um, twenty to twelve. Twenty to twelve. My bad. But they're giving up, you know what I'm saying, so many yards on the ground. That is the Jacksonville uh, defense. Who do you want to start, Javar, uh, Jackson or Kelly? Um, I don't know which running back to trust. If I had to choose one, I would go with recent uh, bias with uh, Jackson. Well, I'm just being No, 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 no. No, 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 no. If, if, if that was me, bro, I would have had a whole segment. What wait, did you just wait. say? Recently. By- what did you just say, bro? I said recency. I forgot the L. But recent- recency bias. <laughs> or fuck that means. I'd be biased from the recent game and just go with Jackson. But um, Kelly, he's still involved. And as you said, um, Jacksonville have allowed the fourth most fantasy points to running backs in the last four games. So uh, I go with Jackson as a running back two and Kelly as a running back three. I, I, I agree with you, man. Uh, seeing Joshua Kelly, man, uh, it appears that uh, the NFL is starting to weigh on him. Uh, <laughs> he's only <laughs> he's only averaged 2.8 or less yards per carry in three of the last four games, and he offers minimal receiving uh, output. So, and then, hey, Jackson – he did outtouch him, like you said, Gabe, 20 to 12. And he also outperformed Kelly, racking up 94 total yards against a really good uh, Saints defense against running backs. So, see, you got to go with that recent she bias. She recent she bias, bro. here first. Uh, uh, on the to the wide receivers, Keenan Allen is expected to play. Uh, of course, like you say, um, he's back at practice. Uh, he's going up against Trey Herndon, who's giving up a 71% catch rate. So, you know, you're rolling him out there. Mike Williams. Will the real Mike Williams stand up, man? Which Mike Williams are we going to get? We're going to get the one that gets four targets a game, or we're going to get the one that gets eight targets a game and catch 109 yards? I, I'm liking I'm liking Mike Williams. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to wherever I can just for the upside. I have him as a wide receiver three. But with upside, so if I can put him in my flex, I'm trying to. The Jacks have allowed 10 wide receivers to put a double-digit PPR numbers against them and allow nine yards per target, which is 10th in the NFL. So I'm trying to start Williams everywhere I can. Hey, uh, hey, but you got to kind of look deeper into that, man. Oddly enough, the Jacksonville Jaguars have ranked number three against number one wide receivers. You would think Kalen Allen is the number one wide receiver, but majority of his snaps come from the slot. What so I'm saying, do with the touchdown, I'm, I'm, I'm saying he gonna get, he gonna get. I, I, he can't go bro. away from targets, bro. He gonna he get his targets. I ain't saying he, that. Yeah, he's scoring touchdowns. Who, Mike Williams? I'm just saying. I'm, I'm talking about Keenan Allen. 
Nah, nah, nah. I'm not talking about Keenan Allen. You mentioned oh. Mike Williams, bro. And you said, which oh, Mike okay. Williams are you going to get? And I'm oh, letting yeah. you know that since Keenan Allen is in the slot, Mike Williams is going to be lined up in the predominantly wide receiver one position. Meaning? Uh, meaning, temper expectations, bro. You might not get the five, one oh nine, two touchdowns. Yeah, that's what I said. Wide receiver three. You know, he got some upside, though. He might find that paint. I mean, not the paint. <laughs> not the paint. <laughs> 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 I'm like, I'm looking there, but he might find that end zone, you know, to pay dirt. It's a possible chance. I like, that's why I like him as a flex play. Yeah. He should get the eight. Yeah, they, um, don't, they don't allow a lot of big games against wide receivers. Uh, Hunter Henry, I think Hunter Henry, is, you can start him. He matched up against uh, Josh Jones at safety, who's uh, been targeted 74 times and giving up a 93% catch rate. Uh, he's a lot to load a tight end one for me this week. I agree. He's been targeted at least seven times in four out of the last five games. So, yeah. I mean, he's, uh, he's been held below 40 yards in each of the last two games, but shit, seven targets, fuck it. On yeah. to the next game, we got the Seattle uh, Seahawks at the Arizona Cardinals. This Sunday night football, yeah, Sunday night football. What damn? I've been waiting all day for Sunday night. Yeah, where's Carlos at, bro? Yeah, uh, Russell, <laughs> Russell Wilson, bro. Arizona only giving up two hundred and twenty-six yards uh, through the air a game. Um, but who cares? They're gonna get. They're gonna get Mister Unlimited. Chris Carson um, being uh, consistent as always, not flashy, you know what I'm saying? 61% elusive rating, so he's not trying to get away from you. He's going to go through you, and he's getting the targets of around four targets a game now. That's helping, and he's scoring. Arizona's giving up 116 yards on the ground. Roll him out there as a low-end running back one. DK, uh, a stud, top five wide receiver right now in fantasy, uh, no questions asked. Tyler Lockett, however, seems to be, you know what I'm saying, getting lost in the shuffle, only nine targets the last two games. Uh, DK got 11 just last week. Brian Murphy is a good corner. We heard his name countless times on Monday Night Football, you know what I mean? He was always around there. Him and uh, Safety, what's the Safety name? Uh, damn, what's homeboy name? I can't think of it right now. Um, but yeah, man. So Tyler Lockett, I just got him as out there as a wide receiver to play. It is a high over under. Vegas does expect it to be a lot of points scored. And I definitely think that Mr. Unlimited could, you know what I'm saying, find his way to Tyler Lockett in the end zone. So you just roll him out there if you got him. Hey, uh, speaking of my uh speaking of my boy Tyler Lockett, man, and I know he's taking a back seat to uh DK this year, but hey, he's only seen one less target than DK Metcalf, bro. That's year. That's year. That's year wise. I'm talking about like DK coming on. Like ever since he caught that that hey. touchdown, like hey. he's going crazy. Please, yeah, say, 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 hey. please, hey, let him, let him. He just made a trade for Lockett where he gave him. Oh, Are <laughs> trying to make yourself like, feel better? <laughs> Nah, hey, I'm just giving you the numbers, bro. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we're trying to make yourself feel like... better, boy. DK Metcalf got left targets in one game. <laughs> Hey, shit. Hey, you know what I'm saying? That's like scary, it. bro. If the motherfucker eating, you're going to give him the ball, bro. You know what I'm saying? He eating. I like, like it. It's cyclical, right. bro. It's going to go up. Say it's gonna go I'm just saying, uh, Brian Murphy is probably going to put put a, put them clamps on him, <laughs> and he's going to get you a little wide receiver two numbers, mate. That's yeah, all bro. I'm saying. That boy allowed 22 or 36 passes for 275 and a touchdown, bro. We ain't work. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, Murray on the other side of the ball. Like I said, even though how good Russell Wilson is, the Seattle passing defense is giving up 370 yards per game. So of course you're gonna lock and load him. Uh, Ken Drake, he's the 
uh, we saw a new King on Drake last week, um, 22 touches, 164 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, but Seattle was only giving up 100 yards a game on the ground. Uh, and the Cardinals just might have to throw the ball a lot because of Mr. Unlimited could easily put up 28 points in the first quarter on them. Um, so, and we've seen the running back targets go to Chase Edmond as of late. So, I roll King and Drake out there as a running back too. Um, hopefully, he gets the volume. You can probably put um, Chase as as a running back four somewhere in your flex. Um, hopefully, he get a touchdown. He really touched down a bus for me at this point. He's still not getting enough volume to roll him out there with confidence. Um, yeah, that's how I feel about them. How y'all feel about the running back situation out there? In Arizona. Yeah. I mean, uh, shit, man. King and Drake did that against the Cowboys, man. You're supposed to do that, bro. I mean, if if you really look at it, bro, his uh, weighted opportunity is, is similar to someone like Devin Singletary and Jonathan Taylor because he's only being used on the ground, which mm-hmm. is weird because he can catch the ball and he's electric in space, man. But they 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 rather give that to Chase Edmonds. So mm-hmm. it's definitely a um, – they got King and Drake as the – who would have thought that King and Drake would just be the running down back, you know, I always thought he was like a uh, like a third down type of back. You know what I'm saying? He's slick like a scat back. But they want him, to, but they making him because he, he they making him run in between the tackles now. You know what I'm saying? Because he ain't got no other choice. It's the only time you're gonna be on the field. But we got yeah. chase. So figure it out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, yeah, you starting trade like you say again. Majority cares. Chase Edmonds is. You just got to figure out which weeks to put him at flex play. Which weeks you think he's gonna get some t- a t- some targets. But other than that, yeah. I think this is a yeah. good week to, to roll them out there with that. With that, um, they're gonna have to throw the ball a lot. Yeah, they're gonna have to because uh, Seattle's actually pretty good against the run. So facts, big facts. Andre Hopkins, um, of course, you're gonna roll them out there. Christian Kirk put two good games, back to back games he together. Puts- Top 10 targets, 164 yards, and two touchdowns. I think you can roll him out there with confidence as a wide receiver three with some upside in this high over-under. He'll be matched up against Shaquille Griffin, who is the best corner on that defense, in my opinion. Um, 27 for 41 for 382 and four touchdowns? Hell okay. yeah, but That's not saying much, but I'm saying he, he's the best one out there. Nah. <laughs> the best one. He, he all we got. Oh, Shaquille, you talking about Shaquille Griffin? Yeah, that's all we got. He's the only he's bro, he's the one that's getting roasted in coverage. That's all we got. <laughs> Sound familiar if you ask a Falcon fan. Yep, sounds very familiar. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh I mean, uh, I don't really want to roll Larry out there, even though Kyler Murray did spread the ball around last week. Nah, he missed him in the end zone too. Missed him yeah. in the end zone, but I don't I don't feel confident um throwing him out there unless you're just really desperate. Andy Isabella, of course, if you're just looking for a big play, I would more like him more in DFS uh leagues, but not not in like um season. I can dig it. Um and they don't throw the ball to the tight end, so nope. that's the end of that game. Now, are you ready for some football? Here we go. Um, Monday night football. The Chicago Bears are at the Los Angeles Rams. Nick Foles going up against that um that vicious secondary of the Rams. Which Chicago Bears players are you looking to start this game, Javar? Um, not Nick Foles. <laughs> uh Dave Montgomery is a solid running back two option. Um, would be higher if the offense ever clicked, but likely, luckily he's getting his reception, so that's saving him each week. So you got him as a running back to Allen Robinson as a target haul, start him. Um, Jimmy Graham is a streamable option uh, this week. He's a low tight end one, um, but majority of his week's going to depend on the end zone. 
and uh, he do get targets in the end zone each week. So it's looking up from here for Jimmy Graham. That's right. how I feel. Jesus Christ, bro. Nick Foles has played like fucking shit, bro. <laughs> but, yeah. hey, ironically enough, bro, he's still better than Mr. Biscuit, but, boy. Bro, he makes Allen Robinson look horrible, <laughs> and Allen Robinson made Blake Bortles look great. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's, that's, that's really what it down to me. That's crazy. Yeah, bro. Hey, I'm with you on Javar, bro. We said Nick Foles, man. We're looking at – he's averaged a ridiculously low 5.8 yards per attempt, bro. Like, Jeez. And he's throwing an interception in all four of his games. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, he's he's definitely he's he's not even seeing the starting lineup, my boy. Oh, but no, yeah, no. hey, Allen Robinson. Um, unfortunately, you got to play him, bro. Fucking, uh, if you got somebody better than him, play him. Uh, D. Mont. Right? He like wide receiver eight or something in PPR. He playing that way. <laughs> but if you got somebody better than him, bro, like, but I I mean, you got to roll him out there. He's he wide receiver eight. Ain't nobody better. I consider him a stud, man. You got to play your studs. Right. All right. True. Facts. Facts. Yeah. Roll his ass out there, man. What, what do we say about David Montgomery? We playing him? Yeah, wide receiver. I mean, running back two, he getting uh, targets. Yeah, he don't have a lot. Like, why? I mean, running back two is his ceiling. He getting all the carries and he getting targets each week. So yeah, on the even other side of the game flow, he gonna get the ball. My bad. Go ahead. On the other side of the ball, Jared Goff, um, the money maker himself. He be going up against that vicious um what they call it the midway midway monsters um I don't Monster got him the midway there we go I don't got him as a play this week if you're in one QB leagues if you're in Q two B leagues you probably don't have a better option so you know what I'm saying do what you have to do uh Daryl Henderson Cam Akers and uh Malcolm Brown you know they said Cam Akers was gonna get so much more of the workload last week I don't, I don't I don't know if y'all saw how many touches Cam Akers had I don't know if that was like an increase he only had nine touches. Oh, he had no touches. No touches, I meant. Nine touches the week before that. He was supposed to get an increase in the workload. Y'all see that? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I seen that. So just because that Daryl Henderson is the only back that I trust, he he'd, uh, he didn't practice Thursday due to a thigh injury. Him him or Higby didn't practice Thursday. So I just um, listened out for that. But uh, if Henderson ready to go, I got him as a running back too, but I just feel some way now. And they got all the running backs and be like, "Oh, you nicked up a little bit. All right, chill this week. We're gonna let Acres and Malcolm get the run." That's how I kind of feel like something like that gonna happen since Brian practicing. But if he playing Henderson, is like the only back that I really trust right now. And the Bears are allowing 113 yards per game, but they're just not um, letting teams score against them. They only allow five touchdowns on the ground this year. Bro, the run, uh, the Bears defense is still legit, bro. Like they do their thing in the passing game. So golf, if if you got somebody better than golf, uh, play them. Um, the running backs, bro. Uh, I'm not really trusting them. The Bears have uh, there only been three running backs who told at least 80 yards on the ground. And then like in the air, they're they're even better in the air. Like you know, so ah man, damn, it's that Bears defense is is a. Uh, is monsters of the midway, bro. You just repeat. I told you the monsters of the midway. Yeah, uh, when you look at the numbers, oh god damn. <laughs> on the other side of the uh the last position, we got uh the tight ends, um and, and the wide receivers. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, we didn't talk about the wide receivers. We talked oh, about yeah. Allen Robinson. Oh, we talked about Allen Robinson. Oh, Cooper Cup and uh Robert Woods. Which one you like? I like Robert Woods more this week. Uh Cooper Cup has the harder matchup to me. Which one how you feel, Jabbar? Uh, I, I, I got the, I know he got the, I was about to say I got the opposite. I know he got a harder matchup. I have both of wide receiver twos. Yeah, for sure. Cup has the, uh, hardest matchup. 
but I still feel like he has more upside as these tend to score TDs more often, whereas um, Woods not really getting his looks in the end zone. So Woods, you know, ceiling is cap. The Bears are tough against the pass, but Cup and Woods have a high target share in this high-octane offense. So that's the only reason why you got to start them. They're going to get their targets and just have them at wide receiver twos. Robert Woods actually has more touchdowns than Cooper Cup this year. Yeah. Yeah, you got – they're all going to have to bite the bullet, man, because um, the Bears have faced nine wide receivers who've seen six or more targets, and they've yet to allow any of them to finish better than a wide receiver 23. So – and that's Calvin Ridley, Mike Evans, Robbie Anderson, and DJ Moore, bro. Mm-hmm. Temper so, expectations for sure. Yeah, Higby? He a low-end wide receiver too, though. I, I, I say that, though. Both of them I got, and Cooper Cup. I got Higby. Um, uh, he's he's in that Evan Ingram range. Even with good matchups, he haven't really been showing up. But I got him a streamable option. considered starting this week. Bears have ranked seven in targets and fifth in red zone targets, two tight ends. So there's opportunity he could cash in this week. We're going to find out. The only uh, – the scary thing about Higby, man, uh, Everett ran one less route than Higby, man. Higby ran 19. Everett ran 18 last week. So uh, I don't know what they plan on doing. Yeah, shit, fuck, man. It's starting to look even again. Uh, Tyler, uh, Carlos jinxed him. He thought it was going to be a Tyler Higby year. That was all he was talking about. Tyler Higby this, Tyler Higby that, 12 personnel this, 12 personnel that. <laughs> I was on that bandwagon too. Now I'm like, man, Higby, I'm about to go. I'm pivoting, trying to trade for a tight end. Don't nobody want Higby. Uh, nah, I ain't I, trying to trade Higby. I'm just trying to trade for one. Y'all got anything else from this game? I think that's it. Sound good, my boy. Sound good, my boy. Carlos got, uh, not Carlos, but yeah, Carlos, he, he out there. I don't know where he at, man. Where? Hey, Carlos, come back. Come back. Right. Hollywood. But, Hollywood. Um, yeah, man, we're going to make sure we get – we probably going to hit y'all with a double du- double dropper today, man. Two episodes one day, man, so y'all can get all the – Back to back to back. So y'all can – hey, yo. So y'all can get all the um, – so y'all can get all the um, the uh, the games in one place, man. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend where you heard it at, man. Always shout out to Los, man. We out. Peace. Peace. Good shit, fellas.